You saw Hairspray, right? Yeah, loads of times. Uh, Katie loves that movie. I've never seen it. Um, we were in the car for a couple like hours. It. And, uh, I mean, I've seen like bits of it and I remember part about it, but, uh, she played some songs for me (laughs) and, uh, we, we gathered that the, there's a lot of ridiculous things about that movie. Um, none more so than the fact that one, uh, Tracy Turnblad is a hero because she would be willing to sleep, uh, swim in an integrated pool. Oh yeah. And Link, uh, Zac Efron's character is a hero because he likes a big girl <laughs> to be to be fair to be fair it is the 1950s yes but that movie came out in the early aughts <laughs> well okay but the musical is much older than that but the move did the movie need to come out is what i'm saying <laughs> oh okay yeah that's fair that's valid that is a valid point yes i have i have qualms with hairspray to episode number 77 of the Quarter Life Crisis podcast. I am your host, D-Rack, the closest thing you'll ever find to a talking windmill. Joining me, as always, is everybody's favorite co-host. If drinking cheap beer was an Olympic event, he'd win silver only because he stopped to savor the flavor. Hunty Stempy, how you doing, buddy? That's true. I don't know if you just saw me savor the flavor of this beer. I just took a sip of it. Yeah, you made, um, you made the white man took a sip I of did. beer first. Actually, no, I was, no, it was more than that. I was very excited by the flavor. Um... I'm good. You ever had to buy beer at the self checkout? Because it's a very haunt. It, I don't. I didn't like that experience. It wasn't fun. Well, I've only ever bought beer outside of the oh. state of Maryland like three times, so uh, I can say no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just did that because I needed to pick up beer, and uh, it's not fun because you can't like scan your own ID. They have to come verify it. So like, of course, you do that thing where you sweat, where the thing starts beeping, and they're like, yeah. "Help is on the way," and I'm yeah. like, "Is it?" Um, but then it doesn't stop blinking after they leave. So then you just check out, and I'm like, "Is this allowed? Am I okay? Like, what's going on? I know I'm 23. Like, what's going? On? It was it was a whole thing. I didn't like it. Yeah, I had a similar experience when I tried my Mucinex last week. Oh. <laughs> um. Well, we're already on the topic of beer. I don't even need a segue. Hunter, what are you drinking? Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Resurgence. Just even. I disagree because it's August, but Resurgence dropped an Oktoberfest beer. Nice. Um, and it's an Oktoberfest lager, and it tastes really, really good. It's tasty. Weirdly enough, I'm kind of okay with it because I'm sick of this heat. I, I I mean, obviously, I like the flavors. I like autumn, but it's also I just, it's just so hot out that I'm like, I'm not there yet. Yeah, I um yesterday or today I tried to eat lunch outside with a coworker, and we like nope. kind of sp- we kind of sped ate our food so we could go back inside. <laughs> it was pretty miserable. But yep. we're gonna cool down with some cool topics. How about that segue? Uh, Let's do so it. first of all, um, the Olympics has come to a close shout out to the united states for winning yet again we won. we won the olympics yeah. we won the olympics in gold medals and total medals uh uh-huh. everybody else uh is inferior to us in every way that's what the olympics means right uh oh. so because of this we're gonna take a look back at a couple weeks ago when katie was on we drafted our own uh country of ath- countries oh, of yeah. athletes and we got to figure out who is the best in the biz and who uh, won the most events 
So, for the archery event, uh, for my country it was Elastigirl. Uh, for your country it was Mulan, and Katie had Merida. And I don't think it's uh, it's too surprising that Merida took home yep. the gold there. <laughs> did I get silver? Did I get silver? Uh, you did get silver. Um, yes, the way I did it was uh, I don't. I've seen this system before used in like other. Um, ranking systems but for every go- vote for gold you got three points for silver you got two points and then for bronze you got one point um and merida got all 11 gold votes <laughs> so <laughs> she was taking that one home pretty easily um for boxing i took home the gold with mr incredible uh you took home the silver with buzz Lightyear and katie uh lilo gets the bronze <laughs> going over to fencing aladdin took home the gold flynn rider the silver and anna the bronze Karate, Wendy Wu took home the gold. Judy hops with the silver, which is upsetting to me. Let's go. And Jesse with the bronze. uh, Shooting, Jack Sparrow with the gold by one point. Uh, Gaston with the silver and Rapunzel with the bronze. It's funny because with the system, you got more votes for gold, but my votes for silver gave me enough points to give me gold. Um, you gotta be kidding me for swimming it most of these are me bronze you silver katie gold or uh other way around me gold you silver katie bronze uh for swimming ariel gold marlin silver shigo bronze for trampoline uh this was the closest event um first and second were separated by four points uh, Tarzan with the gold, Kango with the silver, and Honey Lemon with the bronze. I should have picked the. I should have picked a more well-known uh, character than Honey Lemon. Um, yeah, come this, on, man. this sport was the only one with unanimous decision across the board. All gold votes in weightlifting went to Hercules. All Let's silver, go! all silver went to Beast, and all bronze went to Olaf. You're getting really hyped. Uh, you're going to be disappointed in a bit. Um, oh no! In wrestling. Uh, Sully took home the gold. Stitch took home the silver and Simba with the bronze. Are you kidding me? Yes, of course. <laughs> it's a little. It's a lion versus like what the heck even is to an alien? Like, come Have on. Have you seen? You've seen Lilo and Stitch. He is literally an indestructible creature. Yeah, I know. But, okay, I guess. But that's not wrestling. That's just surviving like a bomb. Okay. And in pentathlon, uh, Dash with the gold, Baymax with the silver, and Pocahontas with the bronze. You've got to be kidding. That's cap that's ridiculous it's actually You're not all ba- dumb dash all is dumb. a superhero baymax is a robot and pocahontas probably died at age 28 dash um, is fast dude that was still the average age of life then it was yeah i that i think that's that's weak sauce so overall um the medal count was all the same because we all had the same events uh i took home six golds you took home uh two um and so did katie uh, in silvers, I had two. You had six. Katie had two. And in bronzes, I had two. You had two. And Katie had six. So in terms of medal points, uh, Katie comes up in the rear with 16, Hunter with 20, and then myself with 24. It's rigged. It's, it's not. All fake it's news. literally not it's rigged. Fake, it's <laughs> you, fake news. You voted. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, oh, whatever, man. You know, I'm going to vouch for my team, but whatever, man. I mean, for to be fair... I'm trying to look at like what you got. So Marlin is a silver over Shigo. I mean Hercules is an obvious gold. I don't understand why you thought Simba would beat Sully or Stitch. <laughs> and then Pocahontas. I think a- okay, hold on. At the time, you thought that was a good pick. Yeah, but not on the record. Baymax or Dash. I think it's better than Dash. Dash is fast. 
speed will win you most things. No, he's just a fast runner. This means he's fast at doing things. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just saying. It's true. He is a fat dude. He is a he's a fast puncher. You saw. He can move his body quickly. That'll make him do most things really good. Yeah, but that doesn't in a pentathlon. That's okay. Yeah, okay. you with running and swimming, he's essentially there. <laughs> sure. What about the other three? Yeah, it's the points. He's fine. All right, whatever. We can move on. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. You're just wrong. <laughs> um, so we have finally we have actually an episode of overlap in our um, two long running series. Uh, that being at the NFL and the MCU. Before we get to that, because the Disney was just a small little uh, small little jump back into a previous episode, we're gonna do a really quick game of guess my movie. Ooh, so okay. how how inquisitive are you, are you feeling today, Hunter? I'm a little tired, but let's let's we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna right. do it. It's gonna be you great. You are. I think you're two for two so far, right? Yeah. How Super many questions do I get again? You I get, get nineteen, and then on twenty, you gotta guess. All right, and then the second movie I had was Breakfast Club. No, Social Network. Yeah, yeah. Was the Social Network? From... I don't think so. Hang on, hang on. You think of a I don't question? Remember. I'm going to look back in our archives. I don't remember. Oh, we've done three. Be. You I... did. Oh, the first one was Ferris oh, Bueller. Then it was Super that's Bad. What it was. Okay, that's what it was. And then today, okay, no, today is the third one. So you're two for two so far. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Start us off. Question one. Did you, did you just give up the answer? Did I? <laughs> I don't know. You said the social network. I'm no, I didn't. I thought that. I did the social network. I wanted okay, to do right. it, but then we were talking that would about be it that hilarious day. Hilarious! If you no. just gave up the answer, and even if um, I did, okay. I would have said that I didn't, and then picked another movie. <laughs> okay, is it a is it a live action movie? It is. Okay, is it post two thousand ten release? Uh, I believe yes. Um, I'm po- I, actually yes, it is. Okay. Um. I'm pulling up the IMDb page so I can verify it was everything. 2010 live action. Did it win it? Did it win? Was it nominated for best picture? Uh, I doubt it, uh, but I'm going to verify. Just uh, imagine I'm saying no. Okay. Is it an action movie? No. Is it a romantic comedy? Um it's a comedy with romantic elements. Okay. That's more than I should have given you, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, didn't lead me anywhere. Uh, was that, that was wow. four questions? Sorry, I was looking at the accolades. I was not, I'm surprised by a lot of these. Oh, never mind. But it's, not, it's every accolade, not okay. Not the Oscar. So no, it was not, not nominated for for um, best picture. Okay. Uh, is it an adaptation of something? No. Okay, so it's original. Um, that's question hmm. five. It's a what? That's question five. Oh, okay, so it's a comedy with romantic elements. It's live action. It is uh, not best picture. It's not an adaptation. Is it after twenty fifteen release? Oh wait wait wait. So that was question six because I forgot about the best picture. Um, was it after twenty fifteen? No. Okay, so it's two thousand ten two thousand. Okay. Is Jonah Hill in it? Jonah Hill is not in it. Oh dang! I was going. I was going down a certain path. Um. Okay, he's not in it. It's not Twenty One Jump Street. 
That was either or twenty. You sure it's not twenty two either? <laughs> um, um, uh, have I seen it? Almost certainly. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. Um, I I can't say. A, oh, I never talked about what beer I was drinking. Either way, all you're thinking oh, of yeah. questions. I've got a I've got a Easy Ringer locale IPA from Victory. Um, it's pretty good. And it's only ninety six calories. Is Seth Rogen in it? No. Damn. He's not in romantic movies. Um, well, he kind of was knocked up technically. So it was 2007, though. Um, let's see. Is Steve Carell in it? No. Okay. That also nixes another movie I wanted. What is this movie? Uh, Did the 40 year old version come, after, come out after 2010? Was that the oh, one no, you were I was, of? No, I was thinking of Dinner for Schmucks. Oh, um, okay. That was good. Which I think I think was after 2010. I don't remember. 40-Year-Old Virgin was the same era as, like, Knocked Up, Super Bad. I was about to say, that was definitely era. before 2010. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Wait. Is... No, because that's... No, that's a rom-com. Um, I'm just going to ask any... What question am I on? This is This is 12. Nine. This is 12. Whoa. Okay. okay, sorry. Let me let me recap what you got. It's live action. <laughs> okay. It's post-2010. It was not nominated for Best Picture. It's not an action movie. It's not a rom-com. It's not an adaptation. Uh, it came out before 2015. Jonah Hill is not in it. You have seen it. Seth Rogen is not in it. And Steve Carell is not in it. Okay, I see where we are now. Um, hmm. Hmm, this is hard. <laughs> got to narrow is it, it down, Mark. I know. Is it an ensemble cast or is it like a couple of people that are important? It's an ensemble cast. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, man. What is this movie? Uh, um. almost certainly seen it and it's a comedy 2010 to 2014 what came out in those years <laughs> i don't know um what about uh, huh, how do i narrow this um it was during our high school run so uh I'm sure you're going to the movies a lot. You'd think. I don't know. Um, I actually didn't see this in theaters. Can I ask what year it came out? No, it's yes or no questions. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Um, I'm counting that as a question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey. Uh, oh, damn. Ow, I just hit my toe. Um, oh, man. 2010 to 2014 or 2015, somewhere in there. Ensemble, it's comedy. What movie is this? You have eight there's more. Probably, no, there's definitely questions. someone listening to it that has like an inkling of what it is and is just yelling at me right now through their phone. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I, if anybody's gonna get this, I bet it's gonna be Julie. Oh, it's a Julie movie. Okay. Uh, well, no. I mean, that's a hint, but. Uh, <laughs> an extremely Julie movie coming to Disney Channel. <laughs> Which, by the way, pause. She's never seen Holes. That's just oh, that's a what? that's a mistake. I know. I said that was the ultimate sin, and she was like, "Thank you." No, Holes is uh, one anyway. of the best movies. I know it's awesome. 
Um, okay. 2010 to 2014 comedy. <laughs> I don't yeah. even I don't even know where to go from here. Um, did it win any? Well, I can't say that. I can't ask that because it's not specific enough. Um, <laughs> well, you can ask it. It might not help you. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, did any of the actors in it win an Oscar before that movie? For that movie? Yeah. Let me verify. No. Okay, so it wasn't like a great movie. It's just funny. Mm. Okay. You're, uh, you're on question 14. This will be question what, 14. What movie is this? You, Dude, you have asked... Three of your questions were whether or not an actor is in it. You gotta narrow. Well, those down are, the no. That first. was my that was my avenue in because I had an ideas and now they're next. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, does the plot involve college? Yes. Oh okay. All right. The plot involves college. It's an ensemble movie. Two thousand. Does it have to do with a party? No. Okay. So it's not Project X, even though that was high school. <laughs> what a bad, um, what a bad, great movie. <laughs> I know that movie's so fun, but it's awful. <laughs> remember when they just had? Wasn't that dude from Jackass in that movie? They just like, I don't even remember. That movie was so dumb. Um, remember when it ended with the father congratulating the son? <laughs> yeah, what a weird ending. The cars in the pool. And stuff. Anyway, um, okay, so it has to do with college. Oh wait. Oh wait! Yeah. There it is. Does it have Miles Teller in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dang it! What was? What were we thinking? I forget what that name of that movie's called, but it's the one where they have the Asian kid whose dad is forced to become a doctor, and it's his twenty-first. Oh, it's called literally 21, oh, 21 and over. Yeah, that was Miles Teller. Um, yeah, he's in that movie. Huh. Um, it has to do with college. I'm on sixteen now, or seventeen. Uh, seventeen. Wait. Uh, yeah, this will be 17. So you got 17, 18, 19. You got three more, and then you got to guess. <laughs> Am I going to be – this isn't a real question. Am I going to be pissed when I know oh, the answer Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, this is so annoying. It has to do with college. It's an ensemble movie. It's a comedy, but it has romance in it. Well, because it's about college. Um <laughs> It doesn't have... Okay. All right. Hmm. I hope you're playing along at home and have already gotten it. What movie? <laughs> this, I've I, forgotten when, every movie I've ever seen. Dude, when, when, you, when you made the face after uh, after not having to do with the party, I thought I thought that was it. But I'm so confused. It doesn't have to do with partying, but it is about mm. college. Yep. Yeah. Partying is an aspect, but it is that is not the main focus. It's not the central yeah, element. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, it's college. It's college. <sighs> it's not accepted. I know it's a, it's like two thousand six. <laughs> that also has Jonah. Hill, it also has Jonah. Hill in it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to say it didn't cross my mind. Good movie. Um. Oh man, what is this movie? It's... At, dude, you have three more questions before you have to guess. You need to start narrowing down. I know, I'm, dude. I'm trying. Um, I'm trying to think of what I should do next. Um, okay. 
Ooh. Tunder. Is that... Um, is there, like, an influential parental figure in said movie? <sighs> no. I don't think so. Okay. I don't okay. think so. I, okay. There are parents in the movie, but they... I crucify you if you're wrong. They are parents in the movie, but I don't think they have a lot of weight. Oh, I meant, like, like a parental figure, like somebody who's, like, a mentor, essentially. It, it Not necessarily, like, still no? Okay. No. Uh, okay. So, no. About yeah, college. Two questions left, and you gotta guess. I am up the creek without a paddle here. Um, I thought this was gonna be quick. <laughs> what movies have I seen there about college? Oh, boy. I'm so mad right now. Do you now. want me to give you a question? No, 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 because I have too much pride for that. Um what about what when you hit 20 i'll give you a question and then see if you get it after that okay um so you got two more before you got it just so i get this franchise out of the way eugene levy is not in it right who the hell is eugene levy he he's the dad from well he's the dad from american pie oh yeah um, it's not him okay is he in it though so that's yeah he's in all the no american hang on pie. is he in oh, the movie, movie that i'm thinking of i don't think so but like i i couldn't tell you um, who the fuck or frick is is in this movie? Yeah, no. Hmm. College ensemble comedy with romance. Partying is not essential. It is an ensemble. I said that already. This is annoying. I literally have no idea. Um, you got one more question. All right. Uh. Does it? Mm, no, that's not helpful. <laughs> that's really not helpful to me oh at all. Oh my god! Uh, okay, I'm just gonna ask because then you're gonna give me a question, and that feels better to me. Um, does it take place over the course of a day or multiple days? Yeah, it's science? gotta be yes or no. Uh, does it take place over the course of a day? No. Okay. What is this question you want to give me? Well, yeah, this is something that I would ask like around question eight. Um, ask me if it's part of a franchise. Is it part of a franchise? Yes. It still doesn't help. <laughs> what is this? Give me, give me a shot in the dark. Oh man, a franchise about college? <laughs> I'm gonna feel so dumb when this is revealed to me. Because uh, if I had asked that and you said yes, I would have guessed American Pie immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, franchise about college. Franchise about college. College, 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 college. It's who is in college in a franchise? It's six thirty-four. If it hits six thirty-five, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta guess. Okay, okay. A franchise about college. What is a franchise that has college in it? That they go to college. Oh my god! I feel like such an idiot. I feel so stupid right now. Um, oh, this is embarrassing. It really is. Yeah, it really is. College franchise, franchise college, franchise college. Are you gonna keep? Is that gonna help you get it? I really hope I'm conjuring some voodoo magic here. Um, okay. (laughs) No. Oh boy. Oh my god, I've like forgotten everything I've known about anything. Okay, I have no idea, and it's about to be 35, so I'm just gonna guess here. Yeah. Um. (laughs) 
literally don't know. I'm just gonna guess to say it. It's not, it's like none of the Final Destination movies, is it? No, dude, I have no idea what this movie is. It's Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Pitch I, Perfect. I don't. I, I know they're in college, but I don't associate that with college. It's a college acapella group. A college acapella. I know. I know. But I, I've only seen the movie like once, and I just like Ooh, don't boy. think of college when I think of Pitch Perfect. Final that, Destination. I, I do see, dude. I literally, my mind was shooting blanks. You I have. Are I had no a idea. Big old red text for that one. I had no idea. All right. Well, thought, you have ruined the your reason, perfect streak. The reason I said that was I know in some of the movies they were in college. <laughs> okay. I really don't know. So uh, Hunter has uh, ruined his perfect streak of guess my movie. Um, we'll see if he can make a comeback next time. Uh, but now we'll get into stuff that you actually know about. Uh, we're going to talk about that. some National Football League. Football. This Thursday marks the beginning of uh, preseason week one. Technically, it's week two after the Hall of Fame game, but uh, nobody watched that. Um, so last year, if you'll remember, if you've been listening for a long time, Hunter and I, along with my lovely girlfriend, Katie Joy, uh, we made predictions as to what ev- the outcome of every game throughout the season, all 256 games plus the playoffs. Um, and we decided to see, uh, what the difference would be between somebody who knows too much about football, enough about football and nothing about football. Uh, the actual outcomes of last year were i don't even, i hesitate to say surprising because it's kind of what i assumed uh hunter had the best record at 181 and 88 uh i came in a close second with 178 and 91 uh so three game difference between the two of us and then katie uh who at the beginning of the season knew literally nothing about football other than like th- the goal of it um was only behind first place by 21 games. She was 160 and 109. So that just goes to show you that uh, anybody can be right about anything. Um, she did good. So, so moving good. into week or preseason week one of the NFL 2021 season, uh, we are we are going to make our picks for the first preseason week. But what also we have to do before any kind of football is actually played again, not counting a Hall of Fame game, we got to make our choices on who's going to win each division. So Hunter. Yeah. We're going to go through each division, uh, all eight divisions, to see who will be the champion. Uh, We're going to get to who will win both conferences, and then out of those two, which will win the Super Bowl. Uh, I already have Katie's picks for both this and preseason week one, and we're not actually going to keep track of the division winners week to week. Um, We will revisit this after week nine because we actually have a midpoint this season this year. Uh, with 18 weeks. Oh, yeah, that's right. So after week nine, we'll come back and reevaluate. But for now, having seen nothing but footage of training camp, Hunter, who is going to win the AFC North? Uh, for those uninitiated and does not having a spreadsheet in front of them, the AFC North are the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to take the Ravens, please. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm going with. I. I want to believe in the Browns, but the Ravens uh, are a great regular season football team, so I will take them. Yeah, this is my this is my stretch pick of, of the season. Uh, I, I'm going with the Browns to, one, follow the hype, and two, uh, spite my roommates. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I hope you're right, you know. Honestly. Yeah, realistically, it's probably going to be the Ravens, but I'm betting on my heart and my, uh, my myself with the, with the Browns. So mm-hmm. Because I honestly like to see them uh, beat the crap out of the Steelers in the playoffs again. That was pretty fun. 
That was a fun time. Uh, AFC South, the Indianapolis Colts, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, a week ago, I'd have told you the Colts, but... Uh, <laughs> Yikes. Taking the Titans now, so... Yeah, uh, <laughs> coming into this, other than, like, I was like, it's probably going to be the Titans, but the Colts can be contenders, and then... I'm not... Katie's not crazy for yeah, the Jaguars. Katie, sorry, yeah, Katie also picked the Ravens for the AFC North. The Jags... Um, that's not a crazy pick. She was a Jags believer last season. Um, well, I mean, they got a much better quarterback. Yeah, but also, so... like, they have good playmakers on both sides of the ball. Uh, I mean, we think a pretty good coach in Urban Meyer, yeah. and I think, like, that whole division's pretty weak. Like, the Titans are by no means a powerhouse. Yeah, that's so. the thing. The Texans aren't going to do anything. The Colts, without a quarterback, well, without a seasoned quarterback, uh, they're not going to produce much. Um, the Titans are really the only opposition that they have, and they're pretty, yep. pretty uh, powerful opposition, but not a not an unmovable yeah. wall. Yeah, it's the Titans' defense that'll let them down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it will not be Derrick Henry that lets them down. My my favorite person that shares my name. Your favorite Derrick. My yeah. favorite Derrick. Yeah. Uh, the AFC East: the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, Brother. the New York Jets, and the New England Patriots. Nobody circles the wagon. Nobody circles the like wagon the Buffalo like the Bills, Buffalo baby. Bills. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Um, Dude, they're going to rock that division yeah, this year. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty weak division. Katie went with the Patriots. Um, I don't know if she, I was say, I don't know if she has belief in Mac Jones or if uh, she has belief in, in the QB1, uh, but we will see. Another probably... Uh, with the AFC West, the Denver Broncos, the LA Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, I'm obviously I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, but I would like to give some love to the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. I think I think that with a new coaching staff in there, um, and Justin Herbert, if he does what he did last year, they could surprise some people. I agree. I agree. Because th- they, they, I think behind the Falcons, they had the most like, well, A, collapses, but also B, like one score losses, which are basically coin flips. Sure. Sure, I'd say like inter. Katie also picked the Chiefs. It's a clean sweep for the Chiefs with this uh, with this division. Um, I'd say that out of like the other teams with like what I think is going to be in second place, the Chargers are looking pretty close. Looking pretty close, especially if the Raiders suck. Yeah, they did last yeah, year, which so. you know, probably. Uh, <laughs> moving over to the NFC, the NFC North, the uh, Bears, Lions, Pack. The, sorry, I have to do the t- the cities. Uh, the Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions, the Green Bay Packers, and the Minnesota Vikings. The city of Minnesota. Uh, uh, you hate to say uh, it, but you got to say I know. it. Right? Give me the Packers. It's. I think. I, I think that. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers, because he's back, and they, it's like one kick at the can with him on Green Bay. They're gonna win the division. I. I don't think the Vikings will win. I think it's either between the Packers or the Bears, but the Bears solely depends on how much Justin Fields plays, exactly. and he's got to be good. Exactly. So it's too many unknowns, so give me the Packers. Yeah, that's um, the Lions <laughs> are the Lions. Um, I, As a fan of a team who once was led by Kirk Cousins, I'm not going to see him. I'm not going to give him any kind of faith. Uh, I agree it will be between the Bears and the Packers, but uh, not only do the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, the Packers have an angry Aaron Rodgers. Um, so <laughs> that's going to be that's, Look that's, out. that's leaning in, their, in their, their direction pretty handily. Mm. The mm. NFC South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, and the Nolan Saints. Uh, can you smash that Bucks button for me? Yeah, so here's – and I can't tell if this is a hot take or not. I don't think it is. Um, the Buccaneers will not 
they might get past Wild Card Weekend. I don't see them doing much better than that. I really, really think they caught like lightning in a bottle last season. Um, I think I don't know. They got a lot of good players on that team. I think, but a I lot. think the Buccaneers have like while they were very good last season, while they did have like top talent last season. Uh, the other, a lot of other NFC teams have improved drastically, and sure. they have just kind of stay stayed the same. Um, I think, well, I mean, they literally stayed the yeah. same. I think the Bucks, uh, I think they got a shot at the NFC Championship game just because of the Brady factor alone. But yeah, I, I, I don't, don't see, I don't see the Bucks um, carrying it as far as they did last season. I wanted it to be the Saints, but when you've got uh, Jameis with no wide receiver core. Um, I don't know how that's going to be. And then it's the Falcons and the Panthers. So I think that he, my take of this year is that the Saints are going to fall off a cliff. That's really? what I think is going to happen. Good take. Oh, yeah. Interesting yeah. take. Okay. Uh, next, we got the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Giants, and the Washington football team. Should I say the Cowboys just to piss you off? I'm you not. could, but your pride is a lot uh, a lot <laughs> more not. important uh, than pissing me off. Yeah, I'm going to take the Washington football team. That's a smarter choice. I think the Cowboys – you – okay, your Cowboys – your Washington bias comes in when you talk about the Cowboys, but I don't think they're as good as the media is hyping them no. to be. I do think, however, that the offense is going to be lights out like it was before Dak got hurt. So they'll keep it close, but at some point Washington will, run, or will take it away. Yeah, no, I I do I do like really like trashing on the, the Cowboys. I don't think Dak is as good as everybody thinks he's going to be. I saw that the Vegas odds for him to win MVP are like 1 in 400, which is – I think – Pat Mahomes has only won in 200. Um, yeah, so it's... It, the team's got to be good to win the MVP. Right, I, I don't I don't see that coming in Like, if, if we're going by that motto, like Deshaun Watson right. should have won MVP last exactly. year. Um, I also pick Washington. Um, it is between, I think, it's going to be a race between uh, the Cowboys and Washington football team. Um, the Giants are the Giants, and then the Eagles need to figure out what they're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a hot take from Katie there. I want to, yeah, Katie took the Eagles. I want to, I want to like Jalen Hurts, but he's on the Eagles, so I can't. Um, and even with the talks of them getting Deshaun Watson, I, I don't think it's enough for them. Uh, especially like you were talking about Dallas's offense um, being, and I do agree. I think they'll succeed. Dak to Amari is a very they're scary gonna combination. They're gonna. But, their whole receiving core is good. I think Dallas is gonna uh, <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna score forty points a game and lose by ten. So. Exactly, it, that's the thing. Their defense, <laughs> like, and I'm this is also biased because I think Washington has the best defense in the NFC, but um, at the very at the very least, the best front four. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. It's it, I I'm putting my heart in my team this season. I'm going for Washington. Um, and then finally, the NFC West, the 49er, the San Francisco 49ers, the Arizona Cardinals, the LA Rams, and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to take the Niners. Really? Yes. Interesting. Okay. They Okay, so last year, they the two years that they well, – Kyle Shanahan's been there four years. They've been good one. The other three years, they have hit the injury bug like I've never seen a team do. Like they've had like – I think last year they had – at one point they had half their starters were out. And the team with their starters is a Super Bowl team. They're that good. Yep. And also, apparently, Trey Lance looks unbelievable in camp. So, mm, look out. Did you hear that Although thunder this, over my mic? I did. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this this division is a complete toss-up. I think any one of these teams could win it. The only team I would be like, eh, probably not, is probably the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I agree. This was probably my toughest decision. Um, the Stafford effect, though, is real. I was, so. That's what I was thinking. It, it's the Stafford effect. I I went with the Rams, as did Katie. Um 
you're right. It was a three-way toss-up for me between the Niners, Rams, and Seahawks. Uh, I would not be surprised if all three of us change our answers at Week Nine, um, but uh, we'll we'll see when we get there. Yeah, I think the uh, the Rams defense is going to tip back towards average because Brandon Staley's gone, their defensive coordinator. Agreed. But we'll see. Uh, next, we got the conference champions championships. Uh, so, who you got for the AFC? Oh man, this is oh man. Uh, I really want to pick them. I really do. I'm playing with my heart this season. I know. Oh, because it's just like I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. But, but I think this is the the Bills revenge tour. So give me the Bills. I'm gonna take them. Yeah, I also took the Bills. Katie, Katie made probably the smart decision to pick the Chiefs. But um, I, I am off on the Bills train right now. I think this year is like. They had their like out outcoming party last year, and now they're like, all right, we're here yeah, for business, they're, they're and we're gonna to, wreck they're everyone. To square up, they're ready to square up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about that NFC Championship, buddy? Oh, I don't think it's the Packers. I'm sorry, I do not think it. Um. Oh man, honest. Ooh. Ah man, um, the Packers will probably be in it. Yeah. I just think they're going to go three straight and lose all three of See, them. See, that's that's the thing. Like, I, what an ironic thing it would be uh, if the Packers won their NFC Championship game and then lost to the Bills in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I went with the Packers as the Katie. Katie is all in on the Packers. She's a huge Green oh, Bay fan now. Oh, um, who do I want to pick here? Oh, Jesus. Um, you know, uh. Let me, look, let me look at this list of NFC. You know, uh, frick. I'm, it's okay. No, you can't change. No, it. I'm not changing this. Um, net. I can actually, but oh, that one, yeah, because you haven't said it. But I can also uh, change it if I wanted to. This doesn't mean anything. Do you know what I'm gonna do? What are you gonna pick? I'm gonna pick a team that I didn't pick to win the division. Give me the Rams. Okay, that's not a bad take. I don't. I don't hate that take. Um, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like any. I think that the Packers will, you know fall out again in the nfc championship game if the bucks get there the rams are a good matchup against the bucks every time plus with a better quarterback so i think i'll take the rams interesting the rams are interesting not not, they are wait who did you you say was the better quarterback against who i mean like stafford versus Goff. i thought you said no not not the better i was like this is a hot take (laughs) i i i I, I subscribe to stafford though (laughs) i think Stafford is one of the most wildly underrated players in the league. Oh, I think he is too. But I, I was well. like, better than Brady? I don't know about that. <laughs> I, think the, I think the Rams are built for the playoffs because yeah. they can just wear you down. Don't so talk about playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? Uh, all right, then, Joe. Or Joe. Hunter. Good Lord. Um, between the Bills and the Rams, who you got in the Super Bowl? Winning the Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, Give it to me. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. Circle that wagon. I'm not mad about making the pick because if the Bills win the Super Bowl while I live here, I'm going looting in the streets. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. For the the people who can't see the screen, who is all of you, uh, I picked the Bills and the Packers uh, with the Bills winning. Uh, Hunter just picked the Bills over the Rams, and Katie picked the Packers over the Chiefs. Um, I really hope one of these preseason picks like goes exactly correct. Yeah, I that would be awesome. You know, I'm not <laughs> a lot of uh, I'd say like four of my divisional picks. I'm like very hard set on. Um, I'm very confident in uh, the other like two of them. I'm like maybe, and then the other two, I'm like I have no idea. Uh, but we'll see what happens after this. Uh, speaking of which, after this uh, Thursday starts the 
2021 season in its preseason games. Uh, there are 16 games that have have to happen. Uh, and we're going to kind of, since it's preseason, we don't have a lot to uh, talk about. We're just going to kind of rifle through them based on what we think is going to happen. So, uh, Hunter, Washington football team versus the uh, New England Patriots. Give me Washington. New England doesn't have that much depth. I agree. Um, Katie picks New England. She's a non-believer. Um, we're going to be surrounded by those this season. That's all I have to say. Uh, just kidding. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I will. I will never be that fan. I'm a wa- I've literal been a wa- literal favorites to win the division. But okay. I've been a Washington fan for too long to be smug about it. All right. How about uh Pittsburgh Steelers or Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, talk about two old ass. Right. Good <laughs> God. Uh, give me Philly. Yeah, I guess this is. This I, is a, I mean, these like these records don't mean anything. So it's yeah, like, we're we're. I'm keeping track of the wins and losses for preseason, but this is kind of just a dipping our toes and kind of figuring out tune what up, we can figure out. Up match. Yeah. yeah, I pick Pittsburgh. Katie pick Philly. Uh, that's <laughs> who knows. Um, next, we've got the Buffalo Bills and the Detroit Lions. Ah, uh, the Bills, please. Circle that. Oh, I skipped one, but that's fine. Yeah, you missed one. You did miss one. Uh, my my cursor was on it, so I didn't even think to do it. Uh, we got the Tennessee Titans at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta. Alrighty. How deep's the Atlantic? Um, we got the Cowboys at the Cardinals. Mm, yeah, Cardinals. Yeah, yep. that one was a tough one for me. Um, yep. I can't bet against Kyler. Uh, not too much. At I least. mean, he's he's gonna play like five minutes. But. Yeah, that's true. Hey, 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 hey. It's. I'm oh, sorry. It's, there's th- there's three games now. I'm about to say it's week one. He'll play yeah, the first half at least. He'll play the first quarter. Uh, you never know. Um, next we got Miami and Chicago. We got the Dolphins and the Bears. Why did I yeah, wait? Miami, why did I, I got? No, I'm going with Bears. Why did I pick Miami? Oh, I'm taking. I'm taking Miami. Okay, I picked the Bears. Katie picked Miami. Da Bears. Uh, da Bear. Da Bulls. Uh, next we got the Broncos at the Vikings. Give me the Broncos. Oh, interesting take. I pick. They got. They have a lot more. I, I use the term prospects, even though that's not what they say in football. But they got better prospects. I picked the Vikes. Katie picked the Bronx. Um, next, we've got the Nolan Saints and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Ravens, please. Give me Baltimore. Baltimore is like 75-1 and one in the preseason or something. Like, it's a little ridiculous. They're so good in preseason. Yeah, they're also they're also a deep team. So. Um, next, we've got the Browns and the Jags. Uh, I'll take the Jags, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one's a pretty up in the I air think, one. I think they'll play Lawrence. Uh, at, they'll play for Lawrence the first half in this game. Oh, least. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. I pick Cleveland. Uh, Katie pick Jacksonville. Cincinnati Bengals at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is kind of an interesting because I do you think Brady even plays? I have no idea. Uh, they'll uh, play him for a quarter at the very least. How much? The question is how much does Burrow play? Uh, yeah, that's true. Honestly, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if he played into the third quarter, if not the whole third quarter. I don't know. I don't think they want to leave him out there. Too. Give me Tampa. Give me Tampa. Uh, the Giants and the Jets. Jesus yeah, what, what a what a toilet bowl! <laughs> uh, give me the Jets, actually. Uh, the Houston Texans and the Green Bay Packers. Actually, give me the Texans. <laughs> okay, get no and hear me out because the Texans, the Texans should go like three and zero in preseason because all of their starters are like B tier play. They're like B and C tier players. They're like second and third stringers. So like every player they have on their roster is a second or third stringer. So like they're gonna <laughs> torch. The other team's backups okay. in the second half. Right. That I'm, they're going to get curb stomped like 30 to nothing, you watch. But I'm just saying, look out for the Texans in preseason. We'll see. Um, Kansas City Chiefs at the San Francisco 49ers. I'll take the Niners. Okay. I, the Chiefs for both me and Katie. 
Uh, Seattle Seahawks and the Las Vegas Raiders. I will say with these picks, I very much ignored the fact that this is preseason. I'm just like, this is the team that I think should win. Um, sure. So. Yeah, give me this. I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying, like, uh, <laughs> that's why I'm not, I'm not delving in. Well, maybe they're starters. Um, oh, no. I'm I'm kind of analyzing this yeah. a little bit. Uh, the, the Battle of uh, the City of Angels. The Chargers and the Rams. Yeah, it's going to have regular season attendance, too. So, you know. Um, um, give me the Chargers. Pick the Rams and the Carolina Panthers against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I'll take the Colts. Give me the Colts, right, even with the quarterback. Even with the quarterback problem. You're just uh, you're just going against the just grain here. All right. Yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't I? So that is the delve into preseason week one. For those who don't care about the NFL, I apologize. We're back into it, and we'll be here until February. Uh, anything to say about the first preseason week, Hunty? I'm excited to watch. Well, I don't even know. It's going to be weird to see how, how long people play, but I'll probably – I forget which games are on NFL Network this week, but if the Jacksonville game is on, I'll definitely watch that to see some Trevor Lawrence. I'm definitely going to watch the Kansas City-San Francisco game because I don't. they have Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, so like it's going to be a good game on the San Francisco side. Should be a good time. Good stuff. So now, uh, in to temporarily finish our uh, l- longest-running series, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we have to review the newest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, Black Widow. Hunter, what happens in this movie? All right, let's see if I remember this off of one watch. Um, so Black Widow opens uh, directly after the events of Civil War. Um, we see Natasha Romanoff on the run from Thaddeus Ross. That's his name, right? Thaddeus? Thaddeus, yes. Uh, and eventually, essentially what he's trying to do is track her down. So this is before she shows up with, because uh, if you remember from the end of Civil War um, a million weeks ago on this podcast, uh, Bucky and Steve had flown away. So she's not with them like we see at the beginning of, of Infinity War. So this movie takes place right after the events of Civil War. So she's on the run. Um, and essentially the whole plot of the movie is she is returning home, quote unquote, uh, to her family. Um the whole the movie does any of it take place in Russia? I don't think so. Um, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I don't uh, yeah, yeah. They go to um, they go to St. Petersburg. Oh, they do. That's yeah. right. Um, so basically, she's going to like where her family is, and I say that in quotes because we find out that we see some of her backstory, and we find out that she was in fact, um, uh, I'll say for lack of a better term, adopted, but really kidnapped, um, and put into a. A Russian sleeper cell spy organization um, where she was basically raised by a fake family um, who was played by David Harbour and I'm blanking on the other woman's name who was her mom. I couldn't tell you. I forget. <laughs> and she's really famous. I know that. Uh, oh, uh, Rachel Weiss is her name, yes. I think. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, so those are her fake parents and we find out that the, her family actually was fake the entire time, including her sister, Florence Pugh. It's like her adopted sister. Um, so she's going back to where they are because she knows that she has to stop uh, Drakov, who is basically running what is known as the Red Room, which is where all of the Black Widows, aka where her name comes from, um, which are, again, the same type of thing, just girls that have been kind of uh, kidnapped when they were little and trained to be lethal killers around the globe um, for Drakov. And she goes on, like, this series of journeys, essentially. It's a big old action movie. It reminds me a lot of the Captain America movies. Um, and 
eventually she she her and Florence Pugh's character Elena they go they have like a bunch of touching heart to heart moments they break their fake dad out of jail there's a lot of humor it's a good time um, and eventually they get to the red room and the big shtick is that it's like you can't find it and the reason for that is it's a floating fortress in the sky um, very similar to the helicarriers in Winter Soldier uh, and she comes face to face with Drakov finds out that he actually has a he's um, hypnotized I'll say the the black widows so that anytime they smell him they can't injure him like with the pheromones so what she does is she intentionally breaks her nose like the baddest person I've ever seen in my life and then she ends up like uh does she does she straight up kill him um or does somebody else kill her kill him oh no he so he almost gets away um oh right yeah. and it's his his yeah so then yeah his plane explodes because Yelena shoots him with an arrow or something um, she shoves a she shoves like a spear yeah, into that. the engine and yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Um, meanwhile we have uh the kind of like it's not really a fake out villain in taskmaster but it's a definite villain for a while where taskmaster uh, essentially is the uh daughter of drakov which we don't know until later but the daughter that um, black widow was supposed to um uh, murder when she fake murdered Drakov or thought she did when defecting to S.H.I.E.L.D., which we do see. That girl in the, survives the explosion, becomes Taskmaster, who mimics um, famous, you know, battlers and warriors from around the world. So she, so Natasha has to come face to face with ta- Taskmaster, but eventually, like, gets, you know, her to come to uh, terms with, like, this isn't who you are, this isn't your reality, you can get help, um, and basically saves all the Black Widows. Uh, and then at the end of the movie, she like escapes Thaddeus Ross, I guess, but that's really kind of left unclear because he's coming to like kidnap her, but she, her family gets away. Um, and then she ends up getting the Quinjet and then that leads into her going into her, her, her infinity war story. Um, and then the post credit scene, um, is in the present day where we see Yelena at her uh, grave after Endgame, and we see and Natasha's grave, not her own grave. Oh yeah. Natasha's grave. Sorry. And what is her name? Oh, I just blanked. Julia Valentino's character. Yeah. So we see Valentina, who we had just seen in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and is basically like, do you want to, you know, avenge your sister's death or whatever? And shows her a picture of Clint Barton, um, who was, of course, on the the, the rock at Vormir. Um, and she sac- Natasha sacrificed herself, blah, blah, blah. So it sets up a whole thing. Um, I don't think I missed anything, but if I did, correct me. Uh, you didn't miss anything big. Um, everything else was just details. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. What'd you think? Um, I liked it. I went with an eight for the plot. Um, I think that contrary to popular belief, like, yes, it's an action superhero movie. It's nothing crazy space related. It's not going to blow your mind. Um, it's not like, you know, Captain Marvel. It's not Guardians. It's not Doctor Strange. But it is a really well done plot for an action movie. It's very, very good. Um, the fake out with her, with the mom, I did not see coming mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um, so I thought that was well done. Um, and just overall, just the kind of twists and turns with it, I thought I thought was good. I liked it all. Um, but it wasn't like as far as action movie goes, it wasn't like revolutionary. So so it's gets an eight. Yeah, I gotta I give it a seven. Um, I think it made a lot of sense. It made a lot of sense for Natasha just to be in hiding and then get dragged back in. Um, it made sense for her to reconnect with the family that she had before the Avengers. Um, it, it, it all just made sense. Uh, I don't think there was any, like you said, I don't think there was anything jaw dropping about this plot, but it was tight. It was compact. Uh, I didn't have a problem with any, there were no like gaping holes. Um, it was good. Solid seven, solid seven for me. Uh, going into writing and characters, uh, that's another seven for me. Uh, Yelena steals the show in this. Uh, that's half due to, um, 
the acting of Florence Pugh, which we'll get into in a bit, but uh, uh, the other half being um, just the, the more important stature she has in Natasha's life. Um, I think that uh, the relationship between um, Natasha and the Elena and then with Nikolai was really good. Uh, I think that it made a lot of sense for him to just to be like a, a doting uh, piece of garbage from reliving his glory days uh, where he says he beat the crap out of Captain America. Um, and then he gets his like Captain America moment and he gets to throw a shield. It's, it's all really good. Uh, Taskmaster, excellent. Um, that's a horrible take if anybody doesn't like Taskmaster in this movie. I, they know they did him very... Well, Taskmaster's a man in most uh, comic book iterations, so they did him very differently. Um but that, who cares? It made a lot more sense to the story. Uh, it was way more interesting to watch. Uh, it made me yearn for more. And I don't. I don't think we're gonna get any more Taskmaster, but you never know. Um, and uh, I didn't give it any higher because of the mom, whose name I can't even not even remember. Uh, she was very much a uh, a talking plot device, and Drakov was admittedly a bad villain. Um, like I said, we've only seen this once, so I can't like think back to it. But uh, we only see Drakov on can on screen for the last like, well, I guess the very beginning, but then the last like, uh, I don't know, twenty minutes of the movie, and they kind of treat him as like this looming threat. But I never really felt threatened by him. Um, but I will say the final confrontation with Natasha and Drakov, where she got to like see the the sea of Black Widows across the across the world, and then like you said, the confrontation of finally like breaking her, dis, de, uh, detaching her synoptic nerve, that was that was wild. That was awesome. But yeah, solid seven. Nothing incredible. Like good moments, couple shortcomings. Solid seven. What do you think? Yeah, I agreed. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I knew exactly what I wanted to say for that part, so yeah. I didn't leave a lot of room. What'd you give it? Um, I went with a seven. Uh, I think that the characters um, are strong. I don't necessarily know if I think that they are developed that deeply with the exception of like Yelena. Mm -hmm. um, maybe a little bit of Black Widow because it's just obviously it's an, it's it's more of a solo film. So we have you literally have to. Otherwise, it'd be a bad movie. Um Outside of that, I think like uh, Nikolai was very one track. It's very much yeah. like, yeah, he's the comedic relief. Um, even though Florence, you know, Yelena gives it a little bit, but his whole purpose was to kind of be funny and kind of ridiculous, uh, which done well. And then the the mom, I thought we got a little. What was her name? I don't even remember the character. I forget the character's name, but she was okay. Um, and I thought Drakov was just like, I right, you just a Russian villain. Like, yeah. Like, mm, yeah. Okay. Um, so the characters themselves, I was like, you weren't written the best, but like, again, I didn't need you to be for what this is. I, I didn't need that. Um, so I thought that for what they were, they were good. Um, I think that the writing itself of the actual movie, um, pretty good. It reminded me a lot of like winter soldier, um, which I also gave a seven, uh, Civil War eight-ish around there as well. Those like you know Russo style uh, Captain America movies. I thought it was written basically in similar fashion. Um, it had its moments where like it relieved the tension because you're talking about some some heavy heavy stuff, um, especially like the opening sequences where they tried <laughs> to. That's a heavy sequence, and so like that sets the tone for the whole movie. Um, but they knew how to pull you back out a little bit and be like, all right, let's lighten the mood a little bit. So like the scene with the, um, with the vest in the pockets, like that's a mm -hmm. good one. Or like the poser scene, like that's, those are all good moments where like, it's pretty heavy. Like you just pull them back out a little bit and be like, all right, you just watching a movie. This isn't real. Even though the, t the content underneath the surface kind of is, um, 
So that's, that's what I got on writing and characters. Cool. What do you think about directing and cinematography? I gave this a nine. Um, I thought this was the best shot movie in the MCU when it comes to action. Um, when it comes to fighting and explosions and battle sequences, it was it looked the best. Um, so that's where most of that nine comes from. But I also think like the you know the direction of the movie itself, like it had a very clear purpose. It's very targeted as to like what direction it's going, what it wants to comment on in terms of social commentary. Um, and I thought it was pretty clear that the actors knew like what the job was, um, what the direction of the movie was. So I, and it seemed like everybody was on board. So. Yeah, it gets a nine for me. Uh, I give it an eight. I agree. I think that especially the fighting scenes, they were by far the best fighting scenes in the in the entire franchise. Um, the one qualm that I have with the, the reason that I didn't give it any higher uh, was the entire last ten minutes of Natasha falling from the Red Room. It was a little, uh, was a little ridiculous. It was it yeah. was good. It overstayed its welcome, and it made me not like, want to watch it anymore. Also, like um, not I, that believable that she survived that. <laughs> yeah, like, I also do I think get why, that the, but also. Uh, I also do think that the opening sequence, while it was good, it was a little like over overly cinematic. If that makes sense. Sure. Like with the yeah, like with the with the shots of the fireflies and with the I, with the, <laughs> the somber music as they're driving to the to the uh, the air hangar like it was I don't know it, there were just parts of it that kind of made me be like okay it's it's a Russian spy movie I get it but like uh, other than that good good eight solid eight sure acting another eight from me um, I'd say like the only. I don't want to even say bad actors. Uh, well, no, the guy whoever played Drakeoff was that was done very poorly. Um, you think? <laughs> yeah, that was that was not very good. Um, I am Russian, and you're like, yeah, okay. And I hesitate to call the Taskmaster's acting performance bad because it was just it's choreographed. Stunts. Yeah, it's stunts. So like, yeah. I, I mean, it was good. It didn't really, didn't really like. I, I don't even know if you could really comment on it to be honest. Exactly. So like, it it served what it needed to serve. In acting, I don't really know. Um, Scarlett Johansson was very good. Um, I'd say the best. I'd say on par with how she was in Endgame. Um, I'd say better than she was in Civil War, definitely. Um, I can't tell whether she's better in Infinity War or Endgame. Probably Endgame. So I'd say on par with Endgame. Um, Florence Pugh steals the show, like I said. Uh, <laughs> I'd say that um, David Harbour does a really good job aside from the accent. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, the mom again. What was her name? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the, act, the actress Rachel Weisz. Rachel Weisz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh she was fine. Like nothing. To, like again, nothing to write home about. Uh, overall, solid. Uh, a few really good standouts. A few decents, and then one huge stinker that gets an eight. So I gave it a seven. Here's my thing. Um, Florence Pugh, best actor in the whole movie. Amazing. Yeah, I thought the mom was pretty good too in terms of like the performance. David Harbour, I thought was fine i for the i've never seen stranger things so the hype that i got for david harbour being in the mcu i don't think was matched but i don't know if that's a fair assessment because i've never seen him in anything else i um, wanted him and i wanted him to play the thing uh, um that'd have been fun but my take is about scarlett johansson in no way do i think she was bad in this movie 
I do think, however, that she's better in Endgame than she is in Infinity War. I think she's on par with Infinity War in this okay. movie. I don't think that it's as for a solo Black Widow movie. I don't know. And that's probably because like the movie is set right before Infinity War happens. Sure. So I think that it's got to be like trying to get back in that mindset of where the character was around that time is probably difficult. So I give her some slack, but also, also like I'm not a professional actor, but um, I don't know. I just, it felt like the entire time she was just kind of smirking or like yelling at people or like getting aggressive with people. And I, I don't know. I kind of wanted to see a little bit more like we did see in Endgame where we saw that kind of vulnerable side to her, which I don't know if we saw a, a lot of in this movie. Yeah, we I'd say, I'd it, say the but... majority of that came out in, like, the, the dinner table scene. Um, yeah, and even at that, it was just kind of like, I'm pissed off. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if I – I liked it. I don't know if it was the most – you know, the best version that we've seen of her as this character, which, like, I was disappointed because it's a solo movie, but I liked it overall, so I give it a 7. Um, because, yeah, Dracoff sucked. Did not like yeah, it. Yeah, Dracoff was pretty bad. <laughs> Did not he didn't need to be bad. He didn't need to be good, though. Um, no, he, I mean, he was only in the movie for, like, 15 minutes. So. Actually, no, I, I, I need to go back if on that, that for, for how many times I've said – protagonist deuteragonist antagonist um him being bad does not detract as much as it would from another movie there sure sure um special effects what'd you think went with a seven partially because a lot of this movie is just fire explosions yeah um, yeah it, however i will say this the fact that they did that whole scene at the bar in front of a green screen pretty dang cool that was in front of a green screen yeah that was in a studio that wasn't real. It's pretty impressive. Um, so, like, that part, I was like, oh, this could have gotten lower for me, but mm, that's pretty that's good impressive. considering what else was CGI, so seven. Yeah, I agree. I complained. I gave it an eight. I gave it an eight. Uh, I complained about the um, the the Red Room falling scene being a little <laughs> a little overdone, but it looked freaking good. It looked cool. <laughs> it looked – like, the last time we had, like, a big battle in the sky was the – end. well, excluding Endgame, was the end of Captain Marvel – and that looked like garbage. I mean, you know um, that she was just sitting in a studio somewhere, like hanging from the ceiling, not moving anywhere, just like yeah. Flailing. So um, <laughs> it looked very good. I, I was very, I was very impressed with the um, with the effects of this movie. Uh, some of them, like when Natasha was when they were in um, in Budapest, and Natasha was falling from like the the tenth story and then lands on her feet. That looked a little ridiculous. <laughs> she's like um, cracking all of her ribs. She's like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And she's what? like, oh, land on my feet without while locking my knees. I'm fine. Um no. yeah, eight. score. Uh so this was hard for me to rank. Mainly because I've what? Was there music in this movie? Well like, no, not even that. It's because it's because <laughs> I've seen it once. Yeah. And it's true. not the score is not the first thing I pay attention to. Um, but what I do remember is uh, the music from the chase sequence in uh, Budapest. The music surrounding every song in or every fight with Taskmaster, like the the way that the percussion kind of picked up when they when they started swinging and then it like died down. Especially the first one, Ooh, that was a really good fight. Um, and then of course the opening sequence with um, it smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah. Uh, which, if you haven't seen the movie, well, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> you probably should have done that earlier. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'll put it on the. I'll put it in the description. Yeah. Uh, which, like, if they had done the regular version, would have been a terrible choice. Uh, but with oh, like yeah. the the cover that they did was really excellent. Um, and then in other spots, the music was fine. Um, but because I'm remembering more good than bad, uh, I gave it a temporary seven. 
I might go back and retroactively change this uh, if the next time I see it. But from what I remember, the, what I remember about the score was great. So I'm, I have, am inclined to give it a little, a little more of a boost. Yeah, I went with a five. Um, the only things I remember from this movie were Smells Like Teen Spirit, which is cool. So that bumps it a little bit. Uh, and the, uh, the Avengers theme at the end of the movie when she gets the Quinjet. That's about it. I sure. don't really recall the score being all that exciting because sometimes I will notice that if it's cool or not. Like obviously, when you watch like the Avengers for the first time, you're like, "Oh, that's cool music. I like that." But that kind of had to be. I don't necessarily know if this score. Like, I don't remember anything about it. Um, so kind of in the same vein, but also like, I don't know if it's that good. I just remember the five because it's right down the middle because there were parts I liked, but also if I don't remember any of it, mm, I don't know. We'll see. It, it, uh, sure. Well, I'll go back and watch it and see if I need to change. But I hope, kind of hope it doesn't. Um, oh, man. Was this the closest we've ever ranked one together? Uh, well, we can only go in increments of five, right? Uh, yeah, point oh, no. five. Point five, point zero five is the farthest away or we can get. Or is the closest we can get. And um, we ranked this exactly point one points apart. Uh, Hunter with a 7.4 and myself with a 7.5 for an average of 7.45. This is the closest. So uh, I thought, at, since we're caught up now, we started this journey back six yeah, months I ago. I see this tab. Uh, we have a comparison folder, uh, and we're going to... Okay. Uh, I have taken every movie and ordered them in order of uh, Hunter's rank, Hunter's ratings, my ratings, and the overall. So we're gonna. I'm going to talk about the top five and bottom five from each list. Starting with Hunter. Um, number Starting with the uh, worst ones. We'll go for the bottom. Number five, five uh, number nineteen is Age of Ultron, uh, with four point seven. Um, number t- uh, nineteen or twenty is Iron Man one with four point five. Twenty one is Iron Man two with three point eight five. Twenty two is Dark Thor: The Dark World uh, at three point two five, and the the dead last is Thor one yeah. uh, with two point four five. Oh, I just hate Thor so much. <laughs> We've got oh. the first two Iron Man movies and the first two Thor. I movies think yeah, I think that does five. that does Iron Man one a little dirty, but I'm okay. I'll live with it. It's okay with it. Fine. It's fine. Uh, but your top five at five we got Ragnarok uh, seven point seven five. Uh, four is Endgame with eight point six five. Three is Homecoming with 8.75. Infinity War at number two with 8.85. And at number one with an 8.90 is Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, I you know, honestly, like, I forgot how much I liked Far From Home. And Far I think it's really just, good. It's a really good movie. I think I also just like, I think I said this before when we reviewed it. I like the Europe thing. I think the yeah, Europe part's yeah, cool. Like the go, whole, did you go there? Well, I went to the where the final scene is. Um, but I, I don't know. I think that the, that movie is just awesome it's written very well and just like that they took it up a notch acting wise from from homecoming so i i liked it a lot did you go to tower bridge yeah oh. yes yeah um Dude, I, did all, I did i did all that touristy stuff yeah, when I was there. yeah moving over to uh my list uh number 19 again age of ultron 4.9 uh number 20 we've got dr strange where they landed at number that. 15 for you Mm-mm. um number 21 iron man 2 also number 21 for you and then my bottom two were flipped from yours. I gave Thor uh, 2.15 and The Dark World 2.0. Yeah, I don't. Um, is it a sin that I gave Dark World 3.25? It might uh, be. It's pretty it high. Be bad, uh, it might be a bad take. I will say the difference between <laughs> second from the bottom and third from the bottom for me is 1.4 whole points. So yeah. uh, I really hate the Thor movies. I've also noticed that with um, the 
with our points, I do. I go to extremes a lot more than you do because you do. your last place is a two point four five, mine's a two flat, and then your first place is an eight point nine, and mine's a nine point yeah. three. Yeah, I like to uh, rank these. I rank them a little closer. We've got uh, for me my number five movie is Guardians of the Galaxy at eight point eight. Number four is Endgame. Again, we we matched on that one. Nine point zero five. Uh, number three is Infinity War with a 9.2. Number two is Far Point Home. Far, far Point Home. <laughs> far From Home with a 9.25. And first overall, Spider-Man Homecoming with a 9.3. Of, co- of course the two Spider-Man movies are your favorite. It's because they're the best ones. <laughs> well, I mean, look at the overall, but you know. <laughs> they're the best ones. Yeah, you're, you're um, right, yeah looking good. at the overall. Uh, at the <laughs> Number 19 is Iron Man. We hate Iron Man here, apparently. Um, yikes. Wow, dude. Hold on. Your bottom five has the same exact five. Dude, so what you're telling me is I'm right. <laughs> uh, we got Iron Man, Age of Ultron, Iron Man 2, Thor the Dark World, and Thor. Yeah, because you're crap. crazy. You're the reason Doctor Strange is getting dragged as low as it is. And I Where, can't, I'm mad at you What'd you give that. Doctor Strange? A 6.5? I gave it a 4.6. 4.6. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Mm. Yeah, because the movie mm. is dumb and shouldn't exist. Um, <sighs> Whatever, man. It's good. I, you're... you're you're mm, whatever and overall number five guardians of the galaxy one uh it's almost the exact same as mine um, a, yeah almost so no, i'm more right same. no oh. far from home and homecoming switch so number five is guardians one number four is endgame number tied at number two are infinity war and homecoming and at number one overall is far from home yeah um so my my ranking of far they, from home bumped it above my favorite they really movie. nailed it out of the park with the spider-man reboot Dude, yeah, really and did. apparently, so like, there have been rumors that Tom Holland has signed for another trilogy after Far From Ho- or No Way Home, which I'd be okay with. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Also, I heard a a spicy rumor, which which would be mega play for Marvel and Sony, is that they're just never gonna drop a trailer for No Way Home. Yeah, oh, that's fake. That's <laughs> there's fake. no they're gonna do it, but yeah. I want them to just because they know everyone's gonna go watch it. So they're like, we don't need to advertise it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I if anything, they wouldn't do it because. They would need to tease Toby and Andrew if they're going to be in the movie. Which, I don't think like, they're going to tease that at all. Well, the way I look at it is, um, you remember at the end of the Civil War trailer when Spidey swooped in? I I would see it as like a, a portal opening up or like a time rift opening up behind P- uh, to- Tom, Peter, and him like looking through and the camera is fixated on him and he like makes a weird face and then it Maybe. title drops or some some stupid like that that would be um, a tease but i don't know i feel like they don't i feel like it's a little different in the sense that they don't want to like give it away too early i don't well, know I'm, and i'm telling you right now I, I i don't think they're gonna be in it and if they are they're not gonna be major parts i don't want them to be but i'd rather i think it'd be fun if they were in it for like two seconds right exactly if they like showed up that'd be cool and you know what i don't even think it would be cool but as a whole it would be cool um, I think that I might be, I'm, I'm not, I think I know I'm in the minority of that opinion and it might just be because I'm a Spider-Man snob, but I just Probably. hope it doesn't show up. That's okay. Um, anyways, <laughs> oh, yeah. tangent time, Yeah, tangent time. Uh, we will be back, um, mid September. Does this movie come out with, uh, no, Shang- September, September 3rd is Shang-Chi. Wow. It's like, early September then. Very, it's like very three weeks. Soon. Uh, with Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Um, and we'll be back before the end of the year with both Eternals and Spider-Man No Way Home. So we've got some content. And Let's What If go. starts tomorrow. Jeez, oh, yeah. Got some dude, content, I'm about dude. to be hyped for that when I get home from work. 
Alrighty, uh, we are going to wrap this long episode up. Uh, we are going to segue into a little up, or segment we like to call segue into a segment we like to call crisis averted. Hunter, who are you sending love to? Oh, uh, I'm sending love to all my friends that are in my program that are coming back this week and next week because it's been a whole summer and I've not seen any of you and I missed you all. Um, and it's been fun seeing people I haven't seen in a while. So shout out to all of you. You're great people. Um, shout out Buffalo. What a good city. I love it here. It's dope. Shout out Baltimore. What a better city than Buffalo. Um, just Debate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. You're prejudiced for that. Um, we are uh, giving love to my family. Uh, I got to spend a nice weekend in uh, the in Shenandoah with them this past weekend. I got to sleep in a yeah, cabin. Nice. That was fun. Um, shout out to the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, I'm going to a game tomorrow, and nice. I hope they win. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, and shout out to shout out to Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. Turn us Fitz. around. Fitz. Get us get us that. Get us that. Uh, get us a couple dubs. Get us that double-digit dub season. Um, Hunter, any final words? Uh, I'm going to a Buffalo Bisons game on Thursday, and it's dog days. So I hope we see some cute little puppers. Cool. Uh, <laughs> for episode number seventy-seven of Quarter Life Crisis, I have been your host Erek here with everybody's favorite co-host Hunty. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Goodbye. Mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs>